to another episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. I'm Michael. And today we're in person together, which is exciting. And the reason why is we went to the Jonas Brothers concert last night, which is why my voice is a little bit hoarse right now from all the singing. Did you have fun last night? Oh yeah, it was great. Recommend. If you haven't gotten to see it yet, definitely highly recommend it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, And today's episode, we're just going to be going into some of the news from this past week. This is our fourth volume of the news episode. So hope you guys enjoy this. So let's just get started. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, first up, we have some Golden Bachelor news. The cast was announced. So we got to see all of the lovely ladies who are going to be trying to win over Gary's heart. It's starting up pretty soon. So what are your overall thoughts on the cast, Michael? I was actually really impressed because I kind of had this idea in my mind. I think that like most of them were going to be like in their 40s, 50s, kind of like older than the average bachelor cast but not as old as people were hoping but i was really impressed like the youngest ones were 60 years old nobody under 60 so i was actually very impressed i I really like the fact that it's a little bit of a smaller cast because i I think it's 22 total Mm -hmm. and so i hope that means that you know even in the first episode we'll get to know them a little bit better and um and there won't be you know 10 of them going home on the first night that we never got to know. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a great cast and I'm super excited. Yeah, and also a little exciting thing about the cast is that Matt James, his mom is on the show. Yeah. So we already know him who was previous Bachelor and now still with Rachel. Um, and so that's going to be cool to see like what she says. I feel like because you see her like when it's on his season a little bit but I feel like we don't really know her that well yeah um so especially because like Matt wasn't on a season prior so we didn't see right I feel like a lot That's of times for the hometown dates you gotta talk to them more versus like mm-hmm. when it's the Leeds family I don't know if they talk as much or you don't like see them as much yeah um but I'm excited to see if she makes it far but we'll see and surprising like I don't know um, how long she's been single so it's interesting to also see if like that story because we don't really know her side of it of like right we only know her as matching as well yeah no I'm excited I think that's a fun way to kind of get people excited for it um that maybe weren't planning on watching it beforehand um because that's obviously someone we're a little familiar with but um like you said we definitely there's a lot of room to get to know her better and so I, I think that'll be that'll be fun yeah, and it seems like some of these women also are going to have strong personalities, which is fun in that intro. They made a really strong intro for this. I feel like, like stronger than any other intro yeah. they've done of like meeting the cast. Like they have gotten their marketing down for this. Oh my God. Bachelor. And I am obsessed with the little fun facts they gave for each of the women. Like Sally is really proud of her high credit score. <laughs> they all mentioned pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> They just they know how to like get that audience, which is good. Yeah. Like, what they're gonna be interested in. Like. I know. I, I love it. So yeah, we will definitely be watching and covering that when it starts. Yes. We'll be excited to see that in a couple weeks, actually. Yeah. Crazy. I know in Paradise starts the same night. Yeah. So we're already in September, which is wild. <laughs> um, and then more bachelor news we have is that Joe and Serena had their wedding. So previously they were on Bachelor in Paradise, they got engaged, and then they got married to have Serena have citizenship, but now they had their real wedding. 
of when, them having a celebration, having all the guests there and their pictures look great and lots of Bachelor Nation people there as well. So that was cool. They went had it in Charleston, South Carolina. So neither of them lived there. They just decided to like choose Charleston. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it looked like a really nice wedding. I wish I got invited. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> one day, yeah. one day. No, yeah, very happy for them. Um, and yeah, it was fun to see all the Bachelor Nation couples there and uh and former alumni. Um, so it's always fun to see people, you know, from the same seasons reunite and people from different seasons interacting intermingling um so that's yeah that was fun to see yeah and it was cool like i also i love wells and he was the officiant of the wedding mm -hmm. and so it was cool like that like i don't know if you saw any of the clips of what joe did in his vows but he no, made a joke okay i'll show you this after but he made a joke that he was like, oh, like when I was walking down to the beach, saw like beautiful brown eyes and brown hair. Like, oh, it was well. That <laughs> was like that was the first part of the vows. It was like, and then I saw and then I saw well. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, well now, and Serena had like a big eye roll. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> and then he actually was like, okay, now Serena. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought in like that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Reference and like joked about wells yeah it was it's so crazy to think how joe was the first one out night one on becca's yeah. season and like look like he was obviously like you know grocery store joe people loved him but like if he had never come back for paradise none of us would remember him by now yeah like a year later we would have all forgotten him and like oh he was you know oh i remember him but like you know he wouldn't yeah. be any sort of factor in in the bachelor nation and and now just because he came back for paradise and, and had a relationship with Kendall and, you know, made it really far and then came back with Serena. Um, he's a, one of the biggest names yeah. in Bachelor Nation now. So. I mean, he hosts now her, her, him and Serena now host the Bachelor, Bachelor Nation podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. So they really, really made a name for themselves. Definitely. In Nation, yeah. So. Yeah. That just goes to show, you know, you think like sometimes you see a Bachelor in Paradise cast and you're like, who's that? Why is yeah. so-and-so there? Like they were out night one or night two. And sometimes, you know, that doesn't really mean anything that just because someone got out early doesn't mean that they're not, you know, a big, strong personality and, and can be really entertaining if they make it far enough to, to make a mark. Yeah, so you just you have to give the producers the credit sometimes. They, they, sometimes they know they them know. better than we do. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now moving into some other news related to Amazing Race, the 30, season 35 cast was announced, which mm -hmm. is exciting. So, um, it's, as I didn't really take a close look at the cast, but it seems like normal people, like no one that we would know, right? No, there's yeah. no, uh, familiar faces in the cast this season, but, yeah. um, this was, so it's interesting. So when CBS announced that they were going to expand uh, Amazing Race and Survivor to 90-minute episodes, they had already filmed season 35 of The Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. But then they decided, once that was announced, um, that rather than going back and re-editing that season to kind of drag it out a little bit to expand it to 90 minutes, they decided to actually film a whole other season that they would film knowing that it was going to be 90 minute episodes. So they have more couples. They brought back some twists from previous seasons, like um, the U-turn and the express pass, um, which are twists that we hadn't seen in a few years. 
Um, and so they they did it with that in mind so that they wouldn't have to, you know, just add in a bunch of filler that <laughs> nobody would really want to see. Um, so I thought that was a really smart move. And um, I mean, look, who knows if the strike's going to still be going on, you know, in the spring when uh, the next season would presumably come. Um, so maybe in that case, they would have to still expand it, but it would give them more time to do that and hopefully do it in a better way that, uh, than they would if they had to rush it and, and just try to expand the whole season and in, in a month or two. Um, the, another, uh, change this season is that they're back to commercial travel. Um, you know, the last couple of seasons with COVID, they had, um, they had uh, a charter plane that everybody, all the teams use the same plane and, you know, it was fine, but it kind of eliminated the the uh, stress of going to the airport and trying to get the best flight. And that's always fun to see. Yeah. Um, and so that was something that will be back this season, which I think is is really exciting. Yeah. And it's the most seasons they've ever, and the most teams, excuse me, that they've ever had with 13 teams. Mm-hmm. And so that allows them to do zero non-elimination legs, which I think is great because those are always the, you know, kind of annoying. <laughs> to watch and so every week there will be someone eliminated and um and, and I think that's uh, a big improvement so yeah I'm really excited for the new season yeah no that's really exciting I miss the U-turns honestly like that yeah like, there'd be like more drama because then like you would see like okay maybe this person was like coming in second and like seeming to be in that leg and then they would obviously then be way behind because right the person first could drop them down well and it's interesting it's like the strategy it's kind of like a strategy of like do you yeah. do it for the team that's second or do you do it for the team that's in last and just oh, make yeah. it so that they can't catch up as yeah. easily um and you know that every other team then is kind of can breathe a little sigh of relief and, and have a little more leeway so I, I like that kind of strategy that uh, we have to think of. And so, yeah. yeah. Amazing Race was missing that recently. And so right. just like, oh, can you complete these challenges? Or exactly. Activities of like what's going on. But, you get to see a little bit more of the interactions between the teams, yeah. which I like. Yeah, for sure. And that'll be good that they actually filmed this in the intentions of the 90 minute episode too. Cause I think that's a good yeah. factor of like, they didn't just try to put filler in like what you were saying, like, that is good they like they know that people actually want to see the content of the show and not mm-hmm. just like oh like we're just gonna show them more people talking like we want to see like that stuff but then also like what's going on obviously yeah so, exactly yeah, yeah I, th- I think that'll be really fun yeah so i'm excited that's coming up soon as well all the shows coming in uh, september yeah <laughs> so we'll be having i know we're gonna have so much all at once <laughs> coming which look i can't complain yeah <laughs> that'll be exciting um and then going into some bravo news carl and Lindsay from summer house have called off their engagement um i know michael you're a bigger fan of summer house so you want to share your thoughts on this yeah so this was i I can't decide if i'm surprised by it or not really (laughs) um this came out a few days ago that um carl radke and Lindsay hubbard uh from summer house like you said have called up their engagement they got engaged last summer that um was filmed for season seven of summer house um they met during season one of summer house eight years ago and they had tried dating during season four for a bit. It was super toxic and did not work out. <laughs> um, and then during season six, um, they decided to give it another go. It seemed, you know, Carl got uh, sober and 
So he was kind of a very different person than he was when they first dated. Um, he had seemed to mature a ton. And Lindsay decided to get sober for a while in support of him. And so they seemed to be really strong, doing really well. Um, and then they, um, you know, last season, a lot of the other cast members had questions, kind of said that maybe they were faking it for the cameras, that they were so happy and that, you know, they were trying to be like, you know, the perfect couple and that really behind the scenes, it wasn't so great. Um, but from what we saw, they seemed to be very strong. And I mean, we could even see during filming this season, up until just a couple weeks ago, they were filming, like they, Lindsay had a bridal shower. They, you know, like they were moving forward. And I mean, there are rumors that everyone had already, you know, booked for the their rooms for the wedding and that even just like a few weeks or like a week before, like it was too late to cancel so that everyone who had already booked couldn't cancel by the time they found out the wedding wasn't happening. Uh, so people are not happy about that, but I, I don't know. That's that part is all rumors. But I mean, the wedding was planned for a couple months from now, so it was it was really coming up very soon. And um, for them to to call it off now was the timing of it. At least I think was very surprising. I kind of thought they would end up getting married and then yeah, it wouldn't course. last. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better they do it now. Yeah. But apparently, Carl called it off during filming. Um, we know that filming always ends on Summer House during Labor Day weekend, so they captured it. They didn't have to pick up back, back uh, pick cameras back up like they did for Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm actually glad about that because we'll really see the timeline leading up to it. There's not going to be like this, you know, months long gap <laughs> of like everything seems so happy and then suddenly they called it off and we're just seeing the aftermath. But we're actually yeah. going to see the actual calling it off wow. and the immediate reactions which i think is going to be super um entertaining but sad obviously <laughs> yeah no that's gonna be interesting i haven't historically watched summer house but now with all this news i feel like i'm gonna watch no we should we should cover it yeah. for sure because it's gonna be crazy yeah. yeah and it usually um i my assumption is that it will air probably around february or early march that's okay. usually when summer house starts um so we'll probably get a trailer by the end of the year nice well that's gonna be interesting to see how that all plays out of how that breakup came about sure. like it's a lot of stress i'm sure for everyone involved in that so i feel bad but hopefully it's for the best uh, i mean obviously probably is for the best that they're breaking off now and not yeah. oh, having sure. to go through paperwork and like all lawyers and all that stuff that like you can avoid without that you yeah. can avoid that without going into the actual marriage of it so right at least that they've realized now yeah and you know there are people that are saying because because of the timing of the fact that this is you know right before filming ended it's like is this a publicity stunt how you know is it are they trying to get the Vanderpump rules like kind of you know scandal for the season knowing how successful that was for their show Wow. you know is is carl you know not not, not that i'm saying producers are doing anything <laughs> yeah. you know, necessarily but like is carl thinking that you know it kind of putting on his producer cap and thinking well i don't know if this is gonna last anyways might as well do it during filming when we can get you know some yeah. ratings for the show i don't know 
I've seen speculation about that. That's all I'm saying. But. That's an interesting take. I don't know. I mean, it's not totally far off. That like that could be true. Um, but I don't really know Carl to like say that yes or no. That that would be the case. I think Carl, it seems like in on the show, on camera, he doesn't seem like the, you know, kind of doing things for the drama, meddling, stirring the pot type necessarily. Okay. But I do think from what people say that he's maybe a little bit more like that behind the scenes. Gotcha. So that, you know, Carl and Kyle both, I think, are a little bit like that, where they maybe, you know, they've been on since the beginning and Lindsay. Like, they, I think a lot of times on these shows, the OGs are the ones who think like that. They think like the producers, they think, you know, they're always kind of playing, premeditating and, and thinking kind of what's going to be best for the show. Yeah. Whereas newer cast members, a lot of times come in and, and don't necessarily think like that. And so that, you know, I, I think we see this on a lot of shows where new people come in and they, you know, kind of call out the OGs for for kind of, you know, trying to be a puppet master behind the scenes like that. And um, as they go on longer, then I think you kind of think more and more like that, uh, just because you kind of realize, oh, this season was bad because nobody was doing anything. And ratings went down we need to do something to make the ratings go up and so I think a lot of times with shows that happens but um who knows it's, you know I think we'll be able to hopefully tell once we watch it how real it feels yeah how authentic it feels yeah no for sure that makes sense though because I mean they they want the show to grow and continue so if like they see that happening and they're like okay well this could really help the show like it's not good, but like also, I guess that makes them help have more money and have more fame. Right. So like, if they want that aspect of it, then like, I guess sacrifice the relationship. Like, it's, it's a hard line, yeah. I think. Like you know, doing a show like that, I think it is kind of if it's it's a difficult thing to navigate because if everybody is just you know doesn't have a whole lot going on necessarily and is just being their authentic selves, the season could be really boring. <laughs> but you know you need people who are willing to kind of poke and prod a little bit but you yeah. want it to be you want it to feel very authentic and the feuds to feel authentic and you know to people to feel like they're opening up their lives but then it's like when something very real like this like a you know a, a relationship when you were about to get married you're about to have a wedding it's like well, is that something you're willing to sacrifice for ratings for your job like it, it, I, I don't I don't know yeah it is their job it is how they make money you know if the show gets canceled they're all out of a job and so it is kind of this I, I don't know it's an interesting thing to I think to navigate of of how how far are you willing to go and how far is the audience you know willing to to feel like it's authentic and feel like it's you know authentic enough to be entertaining because if it feels fake then then that's not good either so yeah I don't know well we'll have to see how that plays out but yeah. now I'm really interested <laughs> um, it'll be good yeah so some more Bravo news is that a fight broke out in the Vanderpump Rules season 11 finale taping so some drama there <laughs> yeah so it's a really weird thing I think I'm sure in the coming days we will have more information about this so we can kind of circle back to it next week okay. but from what the footage that I've seen of this is that so this is the finale taping for season 11 the whole cast was present um and there was this random guy 
in like this gold jacket that suddenly just started like throwing things like he threw I think like a vase or something and allegedly he was going after Billy Lee um and Sandoval had to actually step in of all people um and like he this guy was like grabbed a chair to like I don't know he was gonna like charge at someone I I don't I don't know um and Sandoval came in and tried to play the hero <laughs> um but it was really the producers that I think stepped in and, and really grabbed him and, and stopped him but I have no clue who this guy was I don't know if we're gonna see him on more than just the finale we'll see kind of what led up to that or if this is just some random drunk guy who was at the party that wanted some camera time I, I don't know yeah um but it's like an aggressive fight yeah face, i think james was involved oh um but yeah I, I i don't know i don't know i don't think other than billy lee potentially i don't think any of the other women were involved directly in any way or um i, I didn't see schwartz right there but it seemed like the main players were that random guy sandoval james <laughs> and billy lee that's all kind of okay. I, i've seen of it um but yeah it sounds like it was it'll be a crazy thing it's I mean it's kind of weird on Bravo I feel like we just had the Real Houses Potomac finale that was filmed where there was this physical fight that actually wasn't caught on camera but now we have this like I don't know what it is the finales recently and, and the ratings yeah <laughs> I, I don't know people are yeah. going crazy for <laughs> trying to bring the attention back on them it feels like <laughs> Every show is having their moment right now in the spotlight that's been filming. Because, I mean, it really does. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, we have, like, you know, everything with Beverly Hills with Kyle Richards and Mauricio. And, um, you know, we had, uh, like I said, Potomac. We have Summer House with Carl Lindsay finale. We have this physical fight. Like, it just, geez. Every show is having something crazy happening lately at their finale or, or post-season. Um, where they have to pick up cameras so wow. I don't know but I'm sure this is very entertaining <laughs> I, I know every everything's gonna be everything uh, is gonna be great that's coming it seems like yeah well <laughs> that'll be exciting to see for us but not in that moment I'm sure that fight was not a good fight but for us to see that on tv it's always entertaining to see that kind of like crazy stuff even though it's like why is this happening but also like yeah. this is well it makes me wonder you know with Sandoval doing that like it's kind of like I wonder what his uh, strategy coming into this season is going to be for lack of a better term like it, I, I feel like he's going to try so hard in every argument that comes up to like pick the side of what he thinks the audience is going to be on so that he can kind of like get back in good with the, the viewers that's just my prediction is that anything that's not about him directly he's gonna try to pick whatever side he thinks the viewers are is gonna be on so that uh you know he can clear he can uh right his wrongs and uh and try to because i think that's kind of what he used to do yeah. like for, you know in the earlier seasons when before this all happened he was always I think really trying to kind of like he would always you know go after Katie and Stassi and Kristen because he felt like you know that the viewers didn't like them 
they, they were kind of the villains. Uh, and so it always felt like he was trying to come in and kind of, you know, be the voice of the people. <laughs> well, I, so I don't know. I think but, that he's going to try to go back to that strategy. That'll be interesting. I mean, he's obviously not very self-aware, so I don't think that's going to really help him very much, but... At least he can try, maybe. I think he's more of the mind that people will eventually move on from this. And maybe they will. I, I don't know. But I, I don't think this season people will suddenly forget what happened. It's no, too soon. Definitely not. It's too soon. And Ariana's going to be on Dancing with the Stars where it's going to all come back up. And, you know, and um, so I think... I think he is in for a rude awakening. Oh, for sure. So we'll have to see how that all shakes out in season 11 of Vanderpump Rules. So that's exciting. And then last in our news for this week is that the Below Deck season 8 trailer came out. And that is going to be premiering on September 25th. So more TV for that week. We're oh, like boy. Already, but That's what we need. Yeah, it's a blow deck. I haven't seen it previously, but I watched this trailer and it looked really good. So now I want to watch it. Yeah, so this is a blow deck Mediterranean. Oh, okay. um, so there's a bunch of blow decks. For those of you who don't know, there's blow deck classic, um, which is season 11 will be coming up pretty soon. Um, this is Below Deck Mediterranean, which was the second spinoff, um, where Captain Sandy is the captain, um, the only female captain of the Below Deck franchise. Um, we have, returning from last season, we have Kyle and, uh, Natasha, and then we have Toomey as the Chief Stew, which is super exciting. She was on Below Deck Down Under season one, and she was fantastic. She's super likable. Um, we saw her as um, just a stewardess last time, and now she's the chief stew. So she's going to be one of the uh, people really calling the shots, <laughs> um, and which is great, which is actually really funny because Aisha was her chief stew, and she also started on Below Deck Mediterranean as um, a, uh, a, a stewardess. And so I love this kind of new thing that they're doing where they're kind of promoting stewardess, promoting within, it feels like, within the company. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited to see her back. Um, and then we also have Luca coming in who just uh, came in mid-season on Below Deck, uh, Down Under, the current season um, as a deckhand. And so now he's going to also be on Below Deck Med. Um, so that's kind of interesting that, uh, you know, he's currently on one show and then in like three weeks, he's going to be on a new show. <laughs> yeah. So we just met him like last week. Um, so that'll be fun. A lot of familiar faces, which is a little bit unusual for this show. We usually only have one or two familiar faces and then everyone else is new. So it's a lot, it's kind of half and half this season, which, which will be fun. Um, so yeah, that's coming up in, in just a few weeks. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. No, I've heard of Below Deck, but I never had actually seen it. But now that like I'm actually watching the trailer, like I'm now like curious to see the actual season of what goes down. And yeah. It's a good show because, you know, like I said, because usually it's mostly a new cast, it's really easy to jump in on any season. Yeah. There's not a lot of like pre-existing history that you really have to know. It's not like, you know, Vanderpump Rules where it's like this group has largely been together for a decade now and, you know, everything that happens is because of something that happened in a previous season. And so if you don't know the history, it can be really confusing. 
Um, and so this is a pretty easy show to just kind of jump in on any given season, any different franchise, and you'll be able to get what's happening. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoy that as well. So if you haven't seen Below Deck, maybe you'll start this season. Yeah. Um, but I think that wraps us up for today of all our news stories. Anything else you think we forgot? Or... I think that's it yeah. for now. I'm sure we will have a bunch more coming up for next week. But yeah, um, yeah I, I think that that covers most of it. Yeah. There's a lot of news to cover. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll chat with you all next week. Thanks yes. for listening. Chat with y'all next week.